how how do you feel about Valentine's Day, Sarah? Uh, I think any excuse to get through this goddamn awful life of ours is a good excuse <laughs> to celebrate. And um, forgive me if that's too cynical, but um, I'm so sorry. I was trying to swallow a gulp of champagne. While it's you said like that. there's no I, every month. First mm-hmm. of all, should have a holiday. January, I agree. you have New Year's. <laughs> February Valentine's Day, March St. Patrick's Day, Day April, April April Fool's Day, or Easter. Does depending. that really count? April Fool's Day for sure. I but mean, Easter? Easter definitely doesn't count. But like April Fool's Day, does that count as a holiday? I do. I prank so Kaji many people. Kaji is fucking me, Let me check the headphones. Okay. Let me check them headphones. I'm feeling really emotional. Right Baby now. lock them doors and turn the lights alone. Play that again. You know that song that's yep, like. Nope, nope. Sing it again. <laughs> no. no. Come on. <laughs> no. Come on. <laughs> now I can't. One I more can't. time. One more time. I- Baby lock them doors and turn them lights down low. <laughs> again. Yeah. Come on, one more time. Baby, lock them doors and turn them lights down low. Get it low. Get it low. Come on. Baby, Baby lock, lock them, them doors, doors and turn them lights down low. Amazing. <laughs> Do you remember that season of American Idol where it's like the only song that one guy would sing? <gasps> Baby, lock them doors and turn yeah. them lights down low. That song. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. This is the podcast. All right. So. Hey, everyone. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to. To To all all the rom-coms we've we've loved loved before. before. I'm Sarah Kelly. And I'm Christina Archer. And after 13 years of not recording, we're finally (laughs) recording. (laughs) We're finally back. Can you believe it? I know, I can hardly believe it. Haji's fucking meowing out the wazoo tonight. There's a lot of drama going on. A lot of things are happening. Ariana Grande just released her new album tonight. We've been crying for an hour. Halfway through it, and yeah. it's a lot of emotions. We're feeling a lot. That's why we had to stop and the podcast. We had, yeah, we, we started recording this podcast technically an hour ago, mm-hmm. I think, and then we got really overwhelmed. Yeah, there's a lot by, of like, stimulus going on. My own emotional problems, Ariana's emotional problems, mm-hmm. Sarah's just like Virgo tendencies to just panic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I was nervous. All of the above. Um, And then, anyways, today. Now I'm this drinking week, champagne. This is our Valentine's Day episode. This is our Valentine's Day episode. Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. A day for commercialism, but also love. Also love. Uh, how how do you feel about Valentine's Day, Sarah? Uh, I think any excuse to get through this goddamn awful life of ours is a good excuse <laughs> to celebrate. And um, 
forgive me if that's too cynical, but um, I'm so sorry. I was trying to swallow a gulp of champagne. While it's you said like that. there's no I, every month. First mm-hmm. of all, should have a holiday. January. I agree. <laughs> you have New Year's, February Valentine's Day, March, March St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day April, April April Fool's Day, or Easter. Does depending. that really count? April Fool's Day for sure. I mean, Easter? Easter definitely doesn't count, but like April Fool's Day, does that count as a holiday? I do. I prank so Haji many people. Haji is fucking meowing. All right. Um, Every month should have a holiday. Yeah. So um, April April Fool's, I suppose. May is. Do you prank a lot of people? Um, I did wrap everything in my sister's room with gift wrap. Once. That feels like it took a lot of effort. Yeah, but do you know how satisfying <laughs> it was to feel her walk into that room and be like, and there's ah! like a very like Jim Halpert prank. Yeah, it was good. It was a really good uh prank. I've got another. I got another ones, but that I was a it. great one. I love it. I never prank anyone on April Fools. I think people it just forget never about occurs it. to me. It was really big in my elementary school. So. Really? Yeah, I think I really internalized that. Maybe I should bring it up in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I feel like St. Patrick's Day was really a big thing in my preschool. Yeah. Like, I remember all, all of, like, the chairs being turned over, you know, and, like, green, like, footprints being yeah. everywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. I remember that being a thing. Ireland. That was a Christian preschool, though, you know? Mm. There was a church in there. There was a church there. Yeah. So what does that, what does St. Patrick's Day have to do with oh uh, no Catholics? Ireland. Uh, Catholics. Yeah. Um Catholics have a hand there's in nothing, everything, don't they? There's really nothing Just in that's May. the keepers, am I right? Yeah, the keepers. <laughs> I remember that one. Mm, that was a sad one. Yeah. A sad one. Um so today we're feeling emotional for many reasons. One Ariana Grande. Yeah. Because how could you not, how do you guys not, I mean, seriously, listeners, I would like to know. Yeah, listeners. Fucking DM me at Tina Takes the Tumble on Instagram. Dear listeners. DM me if you don't feel emotionally attached to Ariana Grande, because I do. Yeah. And I feel like I cannot fucking help but feel emotionally attached to her. Mm-hmm. And I know that part of that is my own past. Mm-hmm. And part of that is just, I feel like her. And so I want to know if you don't feel emotionally attached to her, like, like t- fucking text me and tell me yeah you know i got that i, I don't i just want to know i yeah. want to know because sarah and i obviously feel a deep emotional connection to her yeah like ariana grande i'm also a uh, florida trash obviously so that's something we both really internalize share yeah mm-hmm. you yeah. share that deeply and emotionally and i respect that in both <laughs> of you. we're florida both trashy women being, how, you know what being and owning the fact that you are florida trash Mm-hmm. Is really important. Yeah, and I I feel like it really defines you as a woman. I think so too. I America. think being from Florida defines anyone. It's a big deal. Yeah, you know, it's not just any old Orlando bitch. You know, <laughs> you know, I didn't just grow up going to Hogsmeade. We didn't go to Ohio. We went to f- Florida. <laughs> Fuck. I'm confused, but yes. Listen, hey, I okay. You. Valentine's Day is the movie we watched this yeah, week. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, you beeholes. What are your plans tonight? I hope that everyone has terrible plans because here's the thing. I'll be working tonight when you all are listening to this fantastic episode. Just know that I'll be working my little tushy off in a restaurant at fucking amateur hour. 
just kidding. It's going to be fine, I guess. But it's going to be a lot. Valentine's uh, Day is yeah. an American-made movie. It's from terribly, terribly American-made. 2010. Mm. Think the American version of Love Actually. Think the American attempt at Love Actually, but like a big fat flop. Yes. Um, came out in 2010, mm-hmm. directed by Gary Marshall. Mm-hmm. And um, Gary, Gary Marshall, Marshall can suck my dick. But also yeah. directed... The Princess Diaries, which explains why half the fucking cast of The Princess Diaries was in this movie. Yeah, every. And uh, also directed okay. Pretty Woman, which explains why there was a literal Pretty Woman joke in think, the bloopers. No, I don't think he directed Pretty no, Woman. No, it says at the top that he did. N- Hold on. I don't Yep. Th- no, no, go to the top. No, yep. No, is, it says Pretty says Woman. Director. It says Pretty Woman. Go up. Oh, he Pretty did. Woman. Okay. Yeah, sorry. don't try me, girl. I didn't know Gary Marshall <laughs> Wait, directed slide, this. Slide up to the top. I didn't know Gary Marshall directed Pretty Woman because I Wait, didn't know anything. Wait, look. I see. No, under at this. At the top. Wait, at the top it says. This is Pretty Woman. It says Burn Tour for, Guide. But it says known for Pretty Woman. Burn Tour Guide. Yes, but I still support him as in being known. Bum. Oh, not burn. It says bum. My bad. <laughs> um, burn Tour Guide. And then it was written by, Valentine's Day was written by Catherine Fugate. Catherine, you really screwed the pooch on this one. Also wrote New Year's Eve, which is a very similar Valentine's Day-esque movie that came out a couple years later. And uh, she also wrote every season of Army Wives on Lifetime. Wait, did she really? Yeah. Oh my god, I did not know that. Did you watch Army Wives? Were you no, attached to that No, I did not. Oh. Obviously. Obviously not. Because <laughs> it, it obviously sucked. Haji, Jesus Christ. Way down. Um, who did the informal synopsis last time? Did you? Uh, What did we talk about last time? Hitch. I did the informal. Okay. So it's your turn. Fuck on a stick. All right, here we go. Oh, God. Valentine's Day literally has like. A thousand people in it. Yeah, which is how I felt when we did the Love Actually storyline. So just get to it, But Love Actually, I felt like you could kind of follow the storyline. This one literally has so many people in it that it's like, I don't remember any of their fucking names. That's okay. I don't know any of their names either. Okay, so I'll call them by their celebrity names. Um... So the movie opens with Ashton Kutcher, who is a flower store owner, and he proposes to his girlfriend... Their storyline ultimately is that they break up because she doesn't want to marry him. Um, and then and? he realizes he's in love with his best friend, Jennifer yeah. Gardner, who is a teacher who... Garner, not Gardner. What did I say? Gardner? You said Gardner. It's Garner. It's Jennifer Garner. Yes. You're right. I probably said it wrong. I'm also really dumb. I'm so. also just being a dick. No, it's okay. I'm like stupid. <laughs> Listen, um, it is 12:35 a.m. I don't blame you for anything. Thanks. You could say literally anything right now. I'd be like, "She's tired." I am tired. <laughs> she's tired and she's half Filipino. Yeah, there's a lot going on. That's 50% of my exhaustion. <laughs> okay, so listen. Jennifer mm-hmm. Garner is a teacher, but she's also the other woman Patrick Dempsey is dating her, but he's also married to another woman. I don't know her name. She's, like, blonde. Story of my life. Say it into the microphone, because I don't know what you said. Story of my life. 
Oh, the story of my life. And then you drive We're a One Direction podcast now. Till I'm I would have loved um, maybe is- all of Valentine's Day, but reenacted with just One Direction. I'm trying to, yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah, right. Maybe half of them are in wigs. Would have been a lot better than Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift. (sighs) That was painful. That was honestly tragic. That was painful. Tragic. Let's let's go a glimpse into 2010. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're talking Facebook has just been introduced. We're talking plaid shorts. In 2010? Was it really just introduced? Because I feel like Facebook happened when I was in eighth grade, which was like 2008. I don't know. The fuck? I All right. don't know either. The rise of Facebook probably was in that era. Mm-hmm. It was still a new concept. Mm-hmm. You know, the fucking your grandmas haven't ruined it yet. That's a solid point. Yeah, Facebook is for memes and hilarious statuses and also statuses that are like, like my status and I'll give you the truth about you. You know, things Christina like that. Christina Archer is going to a friend's tonight, smiley, 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 smiley. Yeah. Ha ha, we're getting in the hot tub. Smiley, winky face. Man. Yeah. Fuck. Man. That sounded probably really bad. Probably. Okay. I'm just trying to turn it towards each of us as we speak. Okay, here. I can also angle my body like this. Yeah, you could be better. So, (laughs) thanks. Um, what else is happening? 2010. Uh, Bradley Cooper's on a plane with Julia Roberts, who's also, like, a army cop. Which I love. I love that I Bradley love that Cooper ends up being gay. Yes, which is the best football player. It's the best part of this movie is that Bradley Cooper is gay for McSteamy. Yeah. Um. What else? God, there's so much. Basically, listen, it's just a ton of different plot lines. All of it's white people. Mario Lopez never finds love. Okay. <laughs> Mario, you mean George Lopez? <laughs> You're right. right. Mario Lopez is you fucking the fucking guy from Saved racist. by the Bell. That's not racism. <laughs> I literally, they have the same last name. George, Mario, I don't know. His last name is Lopez. It is. <laughs> that's a common mistake. Um, face it, Sarah, you're a racist. Yeah, that's right. I hate <laughs> I the Lopez's. Ra- I said racist. <laughs> the <laughs> race you know test. You're a racist. Um, where else are we going? Um, it's a lot of storylines. It's not yeah. a good movie. No, it's really bad. I was extremely upset watching it. It's, oh, also, just to happened. introduce how bad this movie is, it started off with that song that's like, <laughs> Hey, how's it going today? I'll be back from around the way. It seems like where I go, the more I see, the less I know. And I know someday you That song. I don't know what it's called. It must just be called Mambo Number Five. In case you haven't noticed, we're drunk. Okay, so listen, there's so many people in this fucking movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Topher Grace fucks Anne Hathaway. Which is really, really confusing on a lot of levels. It doesn't seem like it should happen in the timeline of existence that we live in right now. I feel like that should literally never happen ever because Anne Hathaway is on. I mean, to be. to be be quite honest, Anne Hathaway is a goddess. 
in in, in a land of mortals, mm-hmm. okay? And so I people like agree. Topher Grace can shove their dick back up their ass, okay? Because Anne Hathaway would literally never fuck with you. She would never fuck with you unless you were Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. And that in and of itself is a fucking feat, okay? So just don't play with me, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't play, Topher. Don't play, Don't Anne. get in the kitchen if it's too hot. You I'm know not, what I'm saying? Yes, precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Um, so anyway, finish your informal synopsis. No, that's really it. That's all I had. Okay. In a series of interconnected stories, various Los Angeles residents, Jessica Alba, Jessica Beale, Bradley Cooper, wend their way through the highs and lows of love during a single day. As the holiday unfolds, they experience first dates, long-time commitments, youthful crushes, and connections to old flames. And that's literally all I got. Let me see if I can get a better one. That sounds good. It's like this. Let me get like a little bit of a like better. Oh, here, here. Okay. Wait, hold up. Okay. More than a dozen angelenos. <laughs> what? Angelenos. More than a dozen angelenos. <laughs> people from Los Angeles. More than a dozen people from Los Angeles navigate Valentine's Day from early morning until midnight. Three couples awake together, but each relationship will sputter. Are any worth saving? A grade school boy wants flowers for his first true love. Two high school seniors plan first-time sex at noon. A TV sports reporter gets the assignment to find romance in L.A. A star quarterback contemplates his future. Two strangers meet on a plane. Grandparents together for years face a crisis. And an I Hate Valentine's Day dinner beckons the lonely and the lied to. Can Cupid finish his work by midnight? And that is the end from jhaley at hotmail.com. Everyone send her spam email. Yeah. Thank you and good night. Okay. Wonderful. Let's get so, into it. Let's really get to it. So Fuck um, this movie. first of all, I would like to ask you what your first reaction to this movie was. Fuck this movie. Yes. Fuck, fuck this movie. Please expand. It's just like doesn't make sense. It's corny as fuck in a bad way. Yeah. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Kind of racist. Very racist. Um. What else? Uh. Also, it's just like just a lot of white people. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Just it's not good. It's not a good movie. My number one thought about this movie is that it sucks. Yes. My um second thought about this movie is that I love that Brad- Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Um, Bradley Cooper is gay in this movie, which I fucking love. Mm-hmm. But my number one thought about this movie is that it sucks and that it's incredibly white and that um it's written terribly and that I hate everything, almost everything about it except for Julie Roberts, who is amazing and I love her. Yeah. Um, and I hate Jessica Alba Blonde. So weird, right? So weird. It's also because she has like kind of orange. It's hair. definitely the wrong tone for it her is. for her skin. Mm-hmm. It's definitely incorrect, and I wish that someone had been like, "Listen, hun, but maybe not. Yeah, you know, maybe ashy, maybe an ashy blonde. Strong. Maybe strong maybe green. something else. But unfortunately, they did not. So yeah. here we are. Uh, and she did an entire movie with that hair color. But you know. To each their own, I suppose. Sorry. Uh, you know, that's not okay, but yeah, fine, I guess. Um, 
<laughs> Just kidding. Um, what's your favorite storyline and what's your least favorite storyline? My least favorite storyline is obviously Taylor and Taylor because they're the worst and I hate them. Yes. I do not like to. No, no, no. Okay. Mm. Here's the thing. Okay. I have a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. We know this by now. Yes. We're many episodes in. This is our thir- what, 13th episode? 12. Nope. This is our 12th episode. Our 13th mm-hmm. is going to be 13 one day. Yes. Shut up. Don't say that. Um, this is our 12th episode. Mm-hmm. We know that I have a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. My number one opinion in this movie is that Taylor Swift is a dickhole. Okay. 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 That's my number one opinion. My number two opinion in this movie is that Patrick Dempsey should never kiss on screen. He is the Colin Firth of America. He cannot kiss on screen. That man mm-hmm. uses his lips like they are the freaking nasty ass little thin lips that they are it is horrible i hate it okay i hate it i hate it i hate it he cannot kiss on screen he doesn't do it right he should never have done it i hate the fact that he is the freaking heartthrob on gray's anatomy no it's a no for me dog it's a hard pass i hate it he's also kind of short i hate it yeah he's kind of short i do not like patrick Dempsey on screen he kisses really badly. I don't know what it is. It's something about he just does his thing with his mouth, and it's like a... Uh, like a slurping, uh, almost. It's like, yeah, but it's like a very dry, kind of like a... Okay. Like a giraffe like some leaves. Yes, like that, or like a guppy, or like going at something that he can't quite see. Sure. You know, like mm-hmm. a guppy who's blind, but just like... Yeah, I mean, you know how I described Colin Firth. It's much like that. Yeah, I agree. You know? I'm just, it's a hard pass for me on on the Patrick Dempsey thing. I just, uh, it's something that's bothered me for a very long time, and I'm glad I have the platform to speak about it. Okay. You know now? What's your favorite storyline? Um, Either Gay Bradley Cooper, mm-hmm. which is amazing, or um, Ashton Kutcher and Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. So, what is his name? Reed and Bennett. Julia? Reed yes. And, Reed and Julia. Mm-hmm. I like them together because it's very sweet. It's like best friends who realize that they are meant to actually be together. I think that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. I did like their storyline together. How about you? What's your least favorite storyline? Mm, so many, first of all, because I didn't like this movie. Because Taylor and Taylor suck. Taylor and Taylor are bad for a lot of reasons. So many reasons. I will say I don't like the old couple. Um, I love them. I liked them at the beginning, and then I found out. How dare you? Second of all, she's a Libra. Yeah, for sure. I think. How dare you? I feel like you're telling me that you don't like me as an eighty-year-old. That was not you as an eighty-year-old. Yeah, but I feel like you know what? She was wearing a red sparkly shawl. Okay, I feel like that's exactly what I would be wearing at age eighty. A Libra. Drag queen. You know what? That's me. That's my aesthetic. Drag Sarah. queens come I feel in like all you're coming horoscope at me. signs. I feel like you're coming at me. Do I not don't take know this how to personally. You know what? I already did. It's too late. I just felt like there was no resolution. The resolution was she cheated on him a long time ago, and now it's over, and it's done with, and it's 
finalized. I feel bad. Uh, I feel like he didn't get an apology. I feel like he did because she literally apologized in front of a hundred people. In and a red thing. Clearly. In a very, very sparkly shawl. I don't know. I loved it. Loved it. Mm, I don't know. Honestly, I resent you for this. I just, <laughs> It just made me really upset. I loved it. I felt like the amount of like upset that I got finding out she cheated on him. It's not that big of a deal. He was away. You're right. It wasn't. Like, but his that. reaction to it was so bad. I feel like this He is... reacted so poorly. Honestly, in another movie, if this was a drama, he'd die. It would give him a heart attack and he'd die. Literally. I feel like... It stressed me out. And like for the amount of stress I got from her revealing that, I felt like the resolution wasn't resolving I enough. really feel like you got an unnecessary amount of stress from that. Maybe. I feel like it wasn't that big of a deal. It was it's like my it was like listen, man, a really long time ago, um like while you were away at war, I had sex with someone else because listen, I'm He a wasn't woman even away at war. He was, he was renovating an apartment in Florida for them. All right. Well, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I feel like she was like while you were away renovating this apartment, I had relations with your business partner and I feel really bad about it. You know? I feel like it's fine, man. She's a Libra. It's okay. okay. Like she apologized for it. She obviously felt really bad about it. Like, like she has lived later. with the, the shame, you know. Okay. She has lived with the shame. Like right. she doesn't need this. Okay. Well, like, they are soulmates. They're gonna renew their vows. Maybe. I don't need your criticism. I don't Sarah. think they will. Listen, Zara. I don't need your criticism. Why would they commit to doing that? Why wouldn't they commit to doing that? Because... They love each other and they know that they are one another's soulmates. <sighs> and for that, you can look past like a mild infidelity, you know? <laughs> I guess. I don't okay, know. Okay, shut up, you little Virgo soul. It made soul. me so stressed out. Okay. Gemini rising. You Didn't son like of a that. Bitch. Didn't like that. I loved it. Um, loved, I like the the Julia Roberts storyline. Loved it. Loved the Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts is... But I have to say that when we first started watching this movie, literally Sarah had an outburst. An yes. outburst that said, you cannot expect me to believe that Julia Roberts and Blad- Bladley Cooper, Bladley. Bladley Cooper would fuck. No, they wouldn't. Absolutely And I was like, not. Sarah, they just met. They're on a plane. And she was like, you can't make me believe that Julia Roberts and Bradley Cooper would have sex. You can't make me believe it. And I said, they just met. They're on a plane. They just met. And she said, no! And then we realized when she woke up that they just met. Mm. And I loved it, and I loved the drama. Yeah, but I thought the whole storyline with them would be that they are would romantically fall in love. She was like, no! In each other. They can't fall in love! I don't believe it! If you've ever seen Shit's Creek, you know that I am channeling Moira Rose. It was very loud. I love it. Um, I can hear it in the headphones. <laughs> I was. It was Shits so Creek? just. No, I just. I feel like that really threw me off my <laughs> my train of thought because you were so into being that character. I was. Nope. Stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's. I can't help let's it. Let's quit that. Um, part of me is part of. Was the best one is Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts on the plane. Um, also, finding out Julia Roberts has a son. That was really cute. 
Mm. Yeah, I called that though, didn't I? Yes, you did, which was good. Um, I was like, yes, that was so sweet though, because like the whole script led you to believe that it was going to be her boyfriend or her husband, and then it turned out that it was the sweet little kid, Edison, which who the fuck names their kid Edison, am I right? Yeah. Like, that's a terrible name. It was not a strong pick, but, Terrible choice of name, but I guess when you're, you know, fighting off, you know, people around the world, you don't think that much about names, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. What do we want to talk about in regards to this movie? Other Everything than, about it that sucked. Um, we talked about how weird it is that Anne Hathaway is with Topher Grace. Super weird. I feel like we need to go into that a little bit more. But her storyline was really funny. I think the concept her of it line was funny. So, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, basically Anne Hathaway's character is a receptionist for Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a receptionist. For- Receptionist for Queen Latifah, who is an agent to the stars, a.k.a. the sports star, who is gay for Bradley Cooper. Um, Sarah? Yes. Are you asleep? No, I'm awake. My eyes are just small. You looked really asleep. I'm thinking. Okay. Um, So for those of you who haven't seen it, Anne Hathaway is a receptionist to an agent and she is also moonlighting as an adult entertainment phone persona. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Something I think that I myself would be very good at. Yeah, dear listeners. Let me know. <laughs> do you think Christina should go into having phone sex? I think I could be really good at it. Email us at romcomsweeveloved at gmail.com. <laughs> Very basic. Just send us an email and just say, I would like this. This is my fetish. Yeah. You know? We love emails. Love so, in the time of emails. Yep. That's us. We don't get very many. It's okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, so, anyway. So, we talked about Anne Hathaway. Yes, Tover Grace. First of all, I feel like with... Anne Hathaway stuff, we should just immediately dive into the whole Princess Diaries thing. Everyone from the Princess Diaries was in this movie. Everyone. Everyone. I mean, I'm talking Anne Hathaway, Princess of Genovia. Um, I'm talking the old guy. (laughs) Not Julie Andrews. The old guy. Guardian to the Princess of Genovia. Hector. Elizondo? Hector, the guardian to the princess of Genovia. Uh, I'm talking, uh, what's the the lady's name? What's the lady's name? Paolo. Paolo, the one who makes her look like a moose. Make all the boy moose go, Oh, You know. You know what I mean. Yes. You all know. And then the lady who's the assistant to the queen of Genovia. Nikki something. So, the assistant to the Queen of Genovia. Mm-hmm. Can't remember her name, but she is also in this movie. So there yes. is Paolo. There is Hector. There is Anne Hathaway. There is the assistant to the Queen of Genovia. Yeah. Listen, there's a lot of people. There are four characters from The Princess Diaries in this movie, which I feel like really just shines through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm so tired. I know, me too. Um, fuck. 
What else happens in this movie? Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway, Queen Latifah. Um, we should talk about probably like the racial things in this movie. Oh, uh, right away, there's this really weird scene where basically one of the people who works at Ashton Kutcher's flower shop is like Sienna Flowers or something. Yeah, Sienna bouquets. Yeah, he's like. Oh, when I came to America, I had to learn English. Why don't you learn English? Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, he's like, talking to this Eastern European woman who uh, has a thick accent. She's like, I'm from Bulgaria. And he's like, yeah, well, when I came to America, I had to learn English, too. You should learn English. And she's like, what? Yeah. It was really fucked up. There's, like, a few scenes in this movie where it's just, like, super, look a little bit racist. Yeah. And they were like, it's fine. <laughs> You know, yeah, because but it wasn't other fine. Pla- the other time when uh they go to the like flower shop, and I feel like they were making fun of that Asian family. Yeah, they totally were. Yeah, there's like quite a few times in this movie <sighs> this where they just like weird do weird racial things, you know. And it's like the thing is, I feel like they thought. And I totally could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And this could be me just totally, like, extrapolating. But I feel like the producers thought, well, you know, we've got George Lopez and we've got Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Don't you mean and Mario that- Lopez? His name is George Lopez. That's the joke. His name is George Lopez. <laughs> and, like, Mario is on the, like, you got it, dude train. You know? You know? Um, <laughs> okay. I was really confused for, like, a second there, but I tried to play it off as a joke. Probably <laughs> failed. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, yeah, so, anyway. So, I feel like the producers thought... Wake up. Yeah, some wine. Okay. So, I feel like the producers thought, we've got George Lopez. George slash Mario Lopez. Mm-hmm. Essentially the same person, right? Because Hispanic. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So we've got George Lopez. We've got Jamie Foxx, who essentially represents every black man in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, we don't need to include anyone else of color. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm feeling really emotional because of Ariana Grande's album release, and I'm using that as my excuse. Um, so anyway. What else? Taylor and Taylor. Taylor and Taylor sucked. Bad. Sucked. Second only to the other teen couple, which also sucked. Which was Emma Roberts and that guy. Honestly, no. Taylor and Taylor sucked worse than them. Oh, I yeah, liked for sure. Emma Roberts and the Alex guy. The whole their whole thing was that we don't have personalities. We just want to fuck. <laughs> I know, but I get that. I feel like that said that is pretty much everyone at eighteen is like we don't have a personality. Let's have sex. Yeah, I guess so. You know what? That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I just think that was like painful to watch it was it it was was painful to watch so unrealistic (laughs) Uh, like like, i just don't know who at 18 years old plans to like leave school at the like 25 minutes you have for lunch go home have sex for the first time and then come back to school for the rest of the day or talk about it with your teacher and also the people you work for yeah and then also like whose mom happens to be home in those 25 minutes yeah like, that there's just a lot going on in that like, storyline there's a lot to unpack there there's a lot that i feel like could really be addressed in a good therapy session yeah it was weird i did not like that um i didn't love it i don't love emma roberts anyway even though i did love unfabulous yeah it was good i you know show. like i don't know if you listeners 
listeners know that show, Unfabulous, that Emma Roberts started on Nickelodeon? Teen Nick? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Many years ago when, um, like, pleated skirts were a cool thing. Like, mm-hmm. pleated lime green skirts. And, like, crimping your hair. Mm, for sure. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, Loved it. Loved um, it. What other storylines are there? Big There's- fan. Um, Taylor Lautner. We should talk about Patrick Dempsey and how much I hate his thin-lipped mouth. You did go into deep depth about that. Deep depth? I know, but we should talk about him and Jennifer Garner a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, while we were watching this movie, mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner and Patrick Dempsey were engaging in a romantic morning after they had obviously made love mm-hmm. the night before. And, like, he left to, like, go to, like, doctor surgery things. And Mm -hmm. I immediately said to Sarah, like, ha ha, he has a secret family. LOL. Like, as a joke. Yeah. Turned out he actually did. Yes. And, and, like, Jennifer Garner was just his, like, shag pod in the city. Yeah. But really, he was just, like, driving back out to his, like, New Jersey fucking suburb home. Yes. Which I did not love. Did not love that he lived in, like, a castle in New Jersey, you know? Oh, he lived in Beverly Hills. Oh. This was in L.A. You're correct. I'm yeah. S- I'm sorry. I was no, like, it's I all don't good. know. It was, like, it was a lot of property. I understand what you mean. It definitely Thank was, you. like, a huge-ass house. Yeah, so, like, a castle in Beverly Hills, basically. He was, And then he had, like, a shag pad in the city where he and Jennifer Garner were hooking up. Mm-hmm. And, like, poor-ass, naive Jennifer Garner was, like, a fucking cliche in this movie. Yes. Which sucked. Um, honestly, like, a lot of the women in this movie play cliches, which yeah. I really did not approve There was of. the desperate single girl, Jessica Biel, which Ugh. was weird and because like, I could not believe Jessica Biel no, 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 as no. a desperate single not, woman. That is the thing. That's, like, the biggest unbelievable thing for this for me for this movie is that like jessica beale would ever be like the overworked agent who never paid attention to her social life because the thing is jessica beale is so ridiculously attractive yeah like to everyone like she is my ideal woman i have said this for many years jessica beale is my fucking like goddess yeah and like I feel like a lot of people would say that as well. A lot of people would be like, yeah, she's a a queen. Right. You know? So I just do not feel like that casting was accurate. Like, although that she did a great job playing it, Mm -hmm. like, she was wonderful in the role. It's just that she's too attractive for it. You know, like, she is just too skinny, too well-built. And too beautiful. She clearly was not neurotic enough. Yeah, like, she's just too beautiful to play that role. Yeah. You know, like, the the actual neurotic woman who is perpetually single oh. does not look like like Jessica Biel. You know? No one fucking looks like Jessica Biel except Jessica Biel. Exactly. I fucking love her. She's awesome. I love her so much. But, yeah, that was She weird. was so good, too. Like, she was so good at her role. It was just like, you're just too pretty for this. I'm sorry, but yeah. you're just literally too attractive for And then this she role. ends up with Jamie Foxx, which is fine. Which is cute. Honestly, I like them. Yeah, it was fine. It was I like them together. Negative. I just wish that she was, like, a little bit uglier. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just wish it was, a like, A little slight, bit less perfect. Slightly uglier, and that would make it more believable. Yeah, like, wear ugly shoes, bitch. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's so many of the storylines. No, we Ashton Kutcher we didn't talk about. And, and oh, Nesca Alba. Oh, yeah. So basically the movie starts off with Ashton Kutcher proposing to Jessica Alba. Who is blonde in this movie and looks super fucking weird. And it's just like... It, it seems like a fine engagement scene, but she, like, clearly is not excited about the engagement, and then ultimately it leads to their demise. It kind of seems like the type of engagement scene where where she's been proposed to, like, a few times. Yeah. You know? It kind of seems like that. Like, like, so the way it happens, for those of you who have not seen this movie, and, like, if you have not, like, bless your soul, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's not good. Um, so... Basically, like, Jessica Alba, blonde to Jessica Alba, if you can picture that, because I pray for you that you cannot. Um, She wakes up, and Ashton Kutcher, bless his soul. Mm-hmm. Sarah, pipe it up. I'm piped up. <laughs> I'm piped. I'm piped up. I'm exhausted. I'm just I'm piped. piped up. <sighs> so... Jessica Alba is blonde. So Ashton Kutcher, he proposes to her. He's like, you know, my dad gave me a lot of shitty advice in my life. But the one thing that he said that was good was uh, if you find a woman who's too good for you, marry her. Mm -hmm. And then he presents her with the ring. Yes. And she puts it on and she never says, yes, yes, a thousand times yes. You know, as Mm -hmm. they do in rom-coms. Um, so we're obviously questioning it. Yes. And then as the movie wears on, and I say wears intentionally because it wears on your soul, um, she basically decides, yeah, hard pass for me. And so she starts like packing up the house without even telling him, which is pretty mean. Yeah. Um, and she also steals his dog, which is rude. Yeah. Like she gets on a plane with his dog. And, like, his dog, like, actively betrays him when he's, like, Carmine, come here. Yeah. Come here. And his dog is, like, well, like, gets up on the bed. It's sad. And lays with the girl. It's, like, rude. Rude yeah. as hell, Carmine. Rude. It is. If my dog ever did that to me, I would I'd be furious. <laughs> Lose my shit. I would be, like, Annabelle, what the hell has gotten into you? You must be on the wrong medication. <laughs> um, How dare you? Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that. Also, there's a scene where Ashton Kutcher feel he realizes that um, Jennifer Gardner is being cheated on, and she's the other woman. Mm-hmm. And there's this chase scene where Ashton Kutcher just goes after her, runs through the airport to try and tell her. Which is sweet as hell. Very kind. And if a friend ever does that for you, why would you not listen to that friend? But guess what? That's what she fucking does. She doesn't listen to him. She gets on the fucking plane to go to San Francisco, even though her boyfriend isn't even there because he's with his second wife. That's what I don't understand about this whole situation is, like, why she still gets on the plane. Because if you've seen this movie, you know that, that Ashton Kutcher knows that Harrison or whatever, Harrison Copeland, mm-hmm. is not in San Francisco. Like, he, he's still in L.A. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I need you, the florist, to send these two bouquets to my two ladies. And we have a code, correct? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yes. And then he was like, LOL, JK, you're sending this to my best friend. 
so I'm actually going to tell on you, as you should. Um, but still, so, <sighs> basically, how I feel about the whole thing is that it doesn't fucking make sense for, so he runs to the airport and tells her, he's cheating on you, like, he, or not he's cheating on you, you're the cheated you're the cheating other woman. Thank you. You're the other woman. You're the other woman, and he has a wife, and they've been married for 15 years, and don't go to San Francisco on Valentine's Day because that's stupid, and you will be made a fool of. I literally do not understand why you would ever still get on the plane after having heard he's married and he has been married for 15 years yeah like i I literally just do not understand why she would be like well (laughs) i paid for this flight like i don't get why you wouldn't just be like oh and just walk away from the flight and be like yeah i guess i'll just spend the weekend here yeah it's a lot especially since that morning she also wasn't even planning on going yeah exactly like it was a spontaneous trip like i don't understand why she wouldn't just be like okay this was dumb i'm sorry yeah this whole movie was fucking dumb. This movie Everyone was, was fucking making stupid. bad decisions. And the writing was trash. Like, so let's be bad. honest. The writing was fucking All trash. All the jokes were so bad. The None jokes of them really were terrible. landed. All of them were also, like, either fucked up or really stupid. Yeah, or, like, super racist. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. And then, it's um. It's a weird thing to do in an all-white movie, but sure. Yeah, it was just so Like, weird. just because George Lopez is in your movie does not mean that your jokes aren't racist. It was so weird. I don't know. This whole movie, it was just, like, really weird. The pacing was really weird. It took forever. Yeah, it took so fucking long. And I felt like everything was either happening all at once or nothing was happening at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It did feel like that, totally. And um, it was just such a try-hard love, actually, that yeah. it was, like, so painful. That was the thing is, like, it really felt like it was trying to be... The American love, actually, but for Valentine's Day. But, like, the thing is, no one really, truly cares about Valentine's Day. Like, do they? I can't imagine that there's the same, like, sentiment for Valentine's Day as there is of, like, the whole season of winter, basically. (laughs) Like, you can't compete that. I don't understand, like... No one actually gives a fuck about Valentine's Day. And she also did New Year's Eve, which is, like, another stereotypical kind of couple. American holiday. Yeah, couple relationship holiday. Yeah, I guess, because it's like, kiss on New Year. Exactly. It all kind of, like, circles around. Oh, do you have a date for New Year's? What are you doing for New Year's? Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Same thing with Valentine's Day. Blah, 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 That's how I felt. Um... Let's get into some fun facts. Yes. So, Julia Roberts was paid $11,952 for every word she says in the film. Oh, thank God. I was going to say that's it. (laughs) 251 words in return for reportedly a $3 million paycheck. Hell yeah, bitch. She also also turned down the blind side to appear in this role. Yikes. (laughs) Because Sandra Bullock turned down Roberts' role in valentine's day in order to start in the blind side oh my god lol and one of them has an oscar but then one of them got three million dollars so <laughs> who really won yeah you know count 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 it there um let's see oh during the credits the chauffeur mentioned to kate which is julia roberts that they're passing rodeo drive asking if she's ever shopped there and then uh julia roberts says i did once it was a big mistake Big, 
huge, which huge. is <laughs> referencing a pretty woman, which was particularly funny to me and Sarah because earlier in the movie, like ten minutes previously, I've been like, "Yeah, that was a big mistake." Yes, big, huge. <laughs> And then also, this is the second biggest opening for a romantic comedy, just behind Sex in the City, two thousand eight, with fifty seven million dollars. Wow! Wow! Um, oh, all of these women—Julia Roberts, Hector Elizondo, Kathleen Marshall, and Larry Miller—were all, all in Pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. And Wait, Kathleen Marshall? That's her name. Oh, that's her. I mean, it's gotta be. I think so. I believe so. Um, yeah, Kathleen Marshall was in it with the Princess Diaries. Uh, it was shot over a period of 53 days. Um, it was short, yeah, right? Julia Roberts is Emma Roberts's real life aunt, yeah. I forget that, I guess. I knew that they don't look alike to me, um, just like in the mouth, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I've got some reviews. Yeah, let's hear it. There's just so much that they added in here, and I don't know how much of it's interesting. Okay, well, so for reviews, we have uh, Valentine's Day got an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, which oh. feels accurate. Yeah, I would I would say yeah, that's that's pretty accurate uh, rating. Mm-hmm. On IMDb, it got a 5.7 out of 10, which I feel like is generous. Um, and on Metacritic, a 34%, which is like, you know, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good for, for what it is, because it's a pretty fucking shit movie. Um, but IMDb, 5.7, I feel like is, well, like, honestly far too high. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should have gotten, like, a 4.2. You know? That's what I would have gone for. Probably. I mean, if I were on IMDb and I was like, you know, I'm trying to be nice, but also, like, trying to not. 4.2, 4. maybe, maybe, you know, 4.1. Right. If I'm feeling crazy. But I feel like 18% on Rotten Tomatoes is honestly, like, the most accurate representation that we're going to get. Um, As far as reviews go, so, um, a review from Kath Clark. It's got a cold, shiny cash register right where its heart should be. I love it. Another uh, terrible review from Peter Bradshaw would be a brutal St. Valentine's Day massacre of comedy, of love, of believable human emotion. Believable? Yep. The film may be set in L.A., but no scene lasts longer than a New York minute. Rick Groen obviously thought he was being clever. Big fat flop, if you ask me. Every skit is lame, every line of dialogue is stale, every joke falls flat, and every performance has been phoned in between text messages to agents blinking SOS from Lisa Schwarzbaum from Entertainment Weekly. Um, here's one of my favorite letterbox reviews. Um, it's from Stephen Dixon. It's a one and a half star review. And it goes a little something like this. Mm-hmm. How did he manage to mess up a film that has Catwoman, Django, Rocket Raccoon, so- Sue Storm, a werewolf, Aaron Brockovich, Venom, and that psycho from the film Misery? It should have been the greatest film ever made. 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It also had Kathy Bates in this kind of yeah, randomly. Very she randomly. was like a PA or something like Which that. Which makes no sense. Yeah, like why would Kathy Bates be the PA on set? Yeah. I also want to say one star from Christian C. Super reviewer. Lols got this movie download free for joining some movie download service. Even though it was free, I still feel I was ripped off. It would be a perfect Valentine's Day movie if vomiting in your mouth a little bit counted as a kiss. I mean... Come on, Gary Marshall. Enough with the drack. <laughs> I love that. I vomiting love that review. Feels if real. vomiting in your mouth a little bit counted as a kiss. I love it. It was a lot. Um, Do you have closing thoughts in regards to this? My closing thoughts about this movie are that it sucked and that it never should have been made, and that I literally don't understand why so many people signed on to it. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Don't watch this movie on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Don't be a racist, and don't be a piece of white shit. Yeah, and also don't feel the commercial pressure of a Hallmark-created holiday to show that you love people in your life. But also love love. Yeah, for sure, but, you like, know? don't feel like you need to buy people a card or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, That's no, like, for sure don't feel like you need to buy people anything but wine. Yeah. Um, fuck capitalism? Yeah. That's the closing note I want to end on. I feel that. Yeah. Fuck capitalism, but also, like, buy people wine. And, you know, still love. Don't love. be a yeah, dick. Yeah, 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 love, love, love. love yeah, love. Don't, don't be a dick. We love love. Yeah. Be just open to whatever life is going to throw at you yeah retweet and that's it that's all i have to say i feel that um okay thanks for tuning in yeah if you want to get in touch with us please send us an email at romcoms we've loved at gmail.com yes or you could tweet us at to all the romcoms or you can find us on instagram at at romcoms we've loved and that's it. Yes. <laughs> just at romcoms we've loved. You can send us a DM or you can literally just follow us. Please follow us. Please yeah, please you know what? Us. We'll accept please. any form of message right. or we'll payment. We'll accept any form of, uh, you know, gratification. Yeah. Um, acceptance. Uh, thank fine. you, per usual, to Ian Boyd for making the music. Yep, you're an angel. And here's a big, exciting announcement. Ian Boyd is going to be on our next episode. Yes, we have our first guest star. Yeah! And He's going to be on our episode, and our episode is going to be about 13 going on 30, his favorite rom-com. Another Jennifer Garner movie. She's a queen. Well, I do love her, I will say that. I can't wait to hear Ian's thoughts on Jennifer Garner. I can't wait to watch that fucking thriller scene is so good same okay thanks for tuning in everyone all right